Do you know what I saw the other day that's new, that's like a thing? What? Are these elf trees. Oh, People Lord. are taking, I know, look it up. People are taking tomato, mm, what are they called? I don't know what it's called. You know the cone, the wire frames that you put tomatoes right. on, like yeah. that are like a cone? Yeah. So they're weaving Christmas clippings, like tree clippings on it, like a dress almost. But um, And then they're putting these pieces of fabric on it that look like hats and decorating them to look like little stumpy elves. There, it's cute. I thought you meant it was like your elf on a shelf now had to like do 25 days of decorating a tree. And I was about to shoot my own eye out when I heard that because, oh no. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Advice Not Given podcast. Each week we share unfiltered, truth-telling conversations between two friends. You're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for, but wish you did. We're your hosts, Kelly Artis and Claire Wood of Millspo Gurus, and this is Advice Not Given. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to episode 20 of the Advice Not Given podcast, and we would like to wish you a Merry Christmas Eve. Yay! Merry Christmas! Yay! (laughs) It's here. It's here, (laughs) finally. Um, We are actually going to break from our three-part series. You know, in episode 18, we talked about moving more. Episode 19, eating better. We do have one more episode coming next week, New Year's Eve. But we wanted to talk today just about some Christmas yeses and nos. And um, I think Kelly and I have some differing opinions on some things. Imagine that. So what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty much just the anti-everything. We could probably wrap that up. No. It's old Scrooge. Scrooge. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. I think it is funny though, because Christmas is like so many other things. Like there is a, a, a line drawn for some issues with people and mm-hmm. you are either very pro in a camp that does certain things or you are very anti. And so we wanted, yeah. we thought it might be kind of a fun look at um, the holiday, but just, you know, chatting about some of those things and seeing where we fall. Let me just preface, like Christmas stresses me out as a mom. I used to yeah. love it as a kid, but as a mm-hmm. mom, Same. like, I have anxiety for months about Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, have you this- seen that little that meme going around? That's like now is the time where I switch from my regular anxiety to my special holiday anxiety, <laughs> to my fancy holiday anxiety. Yep. I mean, everything clear it all. And so, like, but Andrew, it's like his favorite holiday. I mean, it's many people's favorite holiday. Also, he doesn't have to do anything. So, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, why is it stressful to you? The things that top my list are probably things we're gonna talk about. But like, I have to. I am creating the memories. Yes, my family, husband and I should both be doing that. But I feel, for whatever reason, an inordinate amount of pressure to be the memory maker. I want the kids to like have all of the experiences, but I get overwhelmed and just freeze Mm -hmm. and nothing gets done. Case in point, when we record this, it's early in the month, but well past time to have a tree up. We don't have a tree yet. I haven't been to the basement yet to get my decorations out. Are those wasps still down there? That's why I'm not going down there (laughs) because I don't want to step on all the dead ones and have to deal with anything else on my plate. So I just pulled the Halloween stuff down closer to the basement door so that I can put it away. (laughs) I totally miss Thanksgiving. And um, okay, so actually, the first question we could say this or that on, yes or no on, is when do you put your tree up? Oh, is it are you a right after Thanksgiving kind of person or do you have a rule? 
I don't have a rule because I've learned with military life, like there are no rules. And sometimes you have to be flexible. One year we had Christmas morning on like the 17th because Ryan deployed mm-hmm. on the Christmas yep. Eve. Um, whew, that was rough. But um, yeah. I, if I have a choice, um, I tend to put it up the weekend of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I usually get out decorations on Friday, pull up all the fall stuff and try to have the tree up by Saturday. To me, that's just like the perfect window of enjoying it, but it not being too burdensome to have to look at. And then, but I'm definitely like, well, one year we took our tree back down Christmas Day, but I'd never have it up past oh. New Year's. So what about you? Early? No, late? that is, a, actually, I do have a rule. Um, I like the weekend after Thanksgiving, typically. You know, if all goes well and there's nothing right. else extraneous. Um, and I actually prefer a real tree. We yeah. always we always do real trees. So that's the whole thing. Like go and buy it, whatever. However, comma, last year I remember being like angry the entire time. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, everyone's like twiddling their thumbs looking like, mom, we need the tree up. We need the tree. We need the tree up. But then I like, I can't let anybody help decorate it. Like I have a certain way oh. and I wasn't ready to decorate it yet. So I wasn't ready to put the tree up, but they wanted the tree up that year, like that weekend. Um, because we have all these other things tied to the tree, like yeah. our elf on the shelf doesn't come until yeah. the tree is up. So, so basically what you're saying is you have set up all these, um, timelines and regulations for yourself <laughs> and then you stress yourself out when you can't make failure. That what you're saying? <laughs> failure mechanisms all over the place. It's a minefield. It's awful. Yes. Yes, I have. Well, listen, let me, let me just say this really quick too. We meant, I meant to say this earlier. If oh, right. you happen to have your own little Christmas Friends listening, you may want to save this episode for a time when you can listen on your own or with your earphones, because we do not want any Christmas magic to be lost um, by having (laughs) little ears hear this. So we meant to say that earlier, but um, I do think what you're talking about with all of that, I think the younger your kids are and the more aware of those traditions they are, the more pressure there is. Because see, my kids now... (laughs) They don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. So oh, there is so no, nice. it's, yeah, I thought you were going to say it's so sad. And I'm like, no, it's no, so no, nice. No. It's awesome. Are you kidding me? Like, I literally, go ahead and the um, UPS guys been delivering their gifts to the front porch. And I'm like, you know, okay. they, they're not seeing everything. But like, we're not having to like sneak around and like wrap gifts and hide gifts. And oh well, we better, oh, shoot, we forgot Santa's cookie and, you know, all that. So there is some something good about that. So, okay. That's just, I mean, that's so many things like write down my list, right? Like if that Mm -hmm. would alleviate half, if not more of Mm -hmm. the things that I stress out about, like the things that, so like Andrew and I argue about whether or not Santa brings all the gifts, right? The the way, and it's all has to do with your own tradition, the way you grew up in his house, Santa brought everything. Okay. And in my house, mama got a lot of credit. Like yeah. mom and dad got some credit. Not Plus, think mama should because I mean. Absolutely she should. I mean, I want all of it. I want that man. I want Santa to go like take a hike, honestly. But, yeah. you know, so like my house, we always had gifts under the tree because a bear tree looks sad. Right. And it, You're oh, meaning listen, before I Christmas, just, like as gifts Christmas, were getting yeah, wrapped. Were putting, You're going to have mm-hmm. this tree. But then you're not going to have anything under it. And like, I used to even coordinate wrapping paper. Like I used to be mm-hmm. like before kids, I used to be like all in, you know, like, yeah. yes, this is going to be my theme. This year we're going to go with this color scheme, you know, all that. Like you can't do that if Santa brings everything and you mm-hmm. have to wait. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was been a whole thing. But then you're right. You have to hide the presents. And then you get into, are you traveling or not? Oh, that's and then it's like stress. 
Okay, so I started to go down this path of anxiety hell um, because I was like, okay, Andrew's gone this year. I want my kids to have like a magical holiday, and I don't know if I could do it by myself. So let's just travel. We'll go see family. That's a whole other thing. By the time this airs, we have already gone through this conversation with them, but I haven't had it yet. So pray for me, you guys. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, Or pray that it all went well, I guess. Um, Yeah. I don't want to sh- – what am I supposed to do? Ship all the Amazon mm-hmm. elsewhere and then stay um, up all night on Christmas yeah. Eve and wrap presents? And, and then try like, to just haul it all back to your house. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So, yeah, we're – I think I have officially just now in this moment decided <laughs> we're going <laughs> to stay <laughs> Yeah. Well, we talked – we've talked a little bit around Santa Claus, but Santa, okay. yes or no, like in your house, like I know you've talked about him getting credit for bringing presents, but like mm-hmm. like are you – you know there are people yeah. super anti Santa, super some people who are like, all about it. What's your what's your take? And I'll share mine. Um, yeah, so we still do Santa. I think that we're still in for Santa. Like I think my daughter is coming up on ten years old, and I think mm-hmm. she still believes. But we have a, a probably a different interpretation of people like Santa and the mm-hmm. Tooth Fairy and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I don't want to. I don't like. I'm not all in with it, right? Like right. I tell them the mall Santa is an actor, right? right. Like they know. Um, they also know that Santa shops at Target and Amazon because <laughs> for a while it was like, wait, Santa was, he didn't make this in his, and I'm like, no, he yeah. didn't make it. Like, no, of course not. Mattel made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he bought it. He put his order in. I saw the cutest thing. A guy, a little boy wrote his Christmas list and he wrote the hyperlink for Amazon for the toy Hilarious. he wanted with all the letters and numbers, you know, yeah, all the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my speed right there. So, yes, we do Santa, but – and I tell my kids, like, you know, they've had kids tell them, like, oh, Santa's not real, and they'll come home and tell me, like, so-and-so sat on the bus or whatever. And I'm like, listen, some kids don't believe in Santa, and that's fine, and they just don't Mm -hmm. get the magic of Santa. Like, you get Santa so long as you, quote-unquote, believe in the magic. Mm -hmm. So even if they don't believe, they know that if they hold on to that, that I'll continue the charade. The presence stream is not going to, you know, run out. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we definitely, so. when mine were younger, we were very, you know, much into Santa. But I feel like we, I don't know, my husband is a chaplain. And when the kids were younger, he was a pastor. And so like in the Christian mm-hmm. community, a lot of times there's this like, well, how can you tell your kids about Santa? Mm-hmm. And then when they find out he's not real, are they going to think right. Jesus isn't real either? And, right. you know, that whole thing. And like, I guess we kind of fell a little bit more in like a moderate place because we definitely still do continue to make the holiday more of a like Christmas thing or Christian thing, Jesus thing, Advent thing than mm-hmm. we do secular. But we were going to the mall to get pictures made with Santa Claus. We were leaving <laughs> out cookies for Santa and making reindeer dust, right. all those things. Um, but what's really funny is my oldest kid, when he was really young, Tooth Fairy, Santa, Easter Bunny, he was so literal, he could not wrap his mind around how they would get into our house. And so we pretty much kind of had to let him think through that in a way that like got rid of his fears because I think he thought our house oh. was safe. Like well, if they can get oh, in, gosh. who else can get in? And so we kind of had to like back backwards, you know, work away from that. But yeah. um so yeah, I think Santa can be fun. Um, but like you, I think he can get too much credit for all the things when us right. moms are like busting our humps, making it all happen. And yeah, yeah I and we've, we've definitely, yeah, right. No, we've definitely downsized the amount of stuff he brings. Like from right. now, like, I'm like, you need to just ask for like one big thing from Santa, like the wow right. thing, the right. bike or the dollhouse or whatever, like can be from Santa. Cause that's a pain to wrap. Yeah. Truthfully. Like, say, <laughs> just be real. 
Yeah, he's not getting. Uh, yeah, mm-mm, no, it's and it's just too much. It's all just yeah. too much. Like, well, let's let's use that then as a segue about gifts. Like, what do you guys have any okay. parameters on gifts for kids and like how you present those or? In my head, and like perfect mom Kelly has parameters, but in reality, she does not. Um, she is desperate shopping at the end. Like, I want to say, like, I do the want, need, read mm-hmm. thing that most people say. Like, oh, we only do four presents, and they're like you know, meaningful and we get hey, experience. That that's what we do. You do. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I hate you. Cause we're doing it perfectly though. We're doing it out of, Listen, yeah, go ahead. I, I always try. I try. I really do. I think it's so great in theory, but then I don't know. I get, I get caught up in it. I get caught up in the, the, the spirit, I guess, of yeah. commercialism and whatever. And like, I look at the tree and I think, I always do this and yeah. oh my God, this is indicative of my life, but I look at the tree and I'm like, it's not enough. There's not enough. Right. I want the kids to have enough. It's right. stupid. I hear it, but right. I get, I do. And I'll go like last minute, go buy little things and little trinkets to wrap. Right. So they have more things to unwrap. And well, and I mean, that goes <sighs> back to, to the whole, like, how, is this fair? I'm a big fair. Like, well, I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. And well, I think yeah. my mom has conditioned me to that mm-hmm. because she, even to this yep. day, will like write you a check for the remaining balance of your amount. <laughs> Not really, but like, and I appreciate that. But no, it's a very awesome. much like okay. this is our budget yeah. per kid, and like, and so we've always grown up having those. Well, it looks like your brother got more, but like, it's actually right. because you're such and yep. such was more expensive. So I think we carry that mm-hmm. over as parents. Yeah, we want it to look fair. We want it to look like quote enough, and um, it's really hard. And then, like you say, the commercialism commercialization of it. Um, it just keeps like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm seriously like going to help keep you in mind because I think when your husband's deployed and you have a real high meter for like your kids making sure they have enough and kind of overcompensating, I hate to say, but like, I think we do that. It's totally true. Cause I don't want, I, and it's also like, he helps me think of things to right. give them. Right. Like, Oh, and, and he's, you know, he hears different conversations that they have than I do or different wants and needs. And, but he's not really here to have those conversations. He's not engaged right now uh, with everything. And he probably wants to be, but he just, the reality is he's not, he can't be. So right. it's tough. Um, and then, okay. And then I've got love my family, love everyone dearly, but every, and this, this bothers me on like, every kind of holiday, every kind of level, like even to my birthday or my thing. What do the kids want? Well, Mm -hmm. if I knew that I would buy it for them, but I don't even know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I have ideas, but I run out of things that I feel like they need or want or will enjoy. And then, but I'm not going to give away my ideas to family. Like, well, not only am I having to think of what I have to get my kids. Now I'm having to help you think of what to get my kids and I have to think of what to get you. No, no. <laughs> doing your work. And like, if that's what it becomes, right. And then, it, then you're losing the whole spirit of the holiday, right. right? Like you're supposed to be just benevolent and generous and giving. But if you're like stressing out over the perfect thing, right. like, okay. So my father-in-law who I know will not hear this, um, <laughs> was asking for a list and I'm like, okay, he's trying to be involved. He's trying to be engaged in their lives. I appreciate that. I love that. I adore that. He makes jewelry. Like right. he's an artist. Like, I'm like, they really enjoy the things that you make for them, but yeah. he loves to just buy crap on Amazon. Would you, you know, that's like that your podcasting partner would love some handcrafted one carat diamond <laughs> for each year. Oh, just you're joking. But, <laughs> let me tell you, Reese, my son, my seven-year-old mm-hmm. was putting in orders with him last time because the little girls in his class wanted bracelets. Oh. So he was like, I'm going to need you to make Piper a bracelet. I'm oh, going to need you to make this one a bracelet. <laughs> like, you little player. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you're talking anyway. about how it takes away the the like generosity or like the spirit <clears throat> when you have to like make lists for everybody. But I would say in defense of my mom and my mother-in-law, they just want to make sure everybody is getting what they want. Yeah, and, I know. And, and I know. we all probably have had a moment yeah. of like, oh, thanks. Another pair of right. socks or, you know, <laughs> like, so I get the, the, their motivation behind it, but yep, it can get, totally. it can get overwhelming when we're just like barely keeping our heads above water, like figuring out what. We're I know. Do. And, and even like kids' birthday parties, right? Like I used to ask like, well, what are they into now? Like, I don't want to get them Paw Patrol if right. it's really, they've moved yeah. on to Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. I understand that too. It's just um, when it's all at once, right? Like right now, instead of just a one-off birthday, like right. it is just it's so much. So yeah. buy them a pack of movie tickets and take them to the movies, right? right? Like I'm and down there for were, that. There were fun. years we did ask like, well, would you maybe pay our membership to the children's oh, museum? Or, um, yeah, but you had to think of that. Well, I did, but still like, and, and it was a win-win because it was something to do. It got us out of the house. It was like yep. no clutter, nothing to donate to Goodwill a few months later, um, mm-hmm. nothing to break or store. So that was very good. But we do do the want, need, wear, read. And honestly, we've done it for 10 years. Like it's not just mm-hmm. a Johnny come lately thing for us. Part of it started out of truly just a motivation to simplify and to mm-hmm. keep things. And I'm, you know, this by now, like I'm a very like ordered thinker and like I have to right. have things like in a system. <laughs> and so that has just been a really easy way to do it. And, um, you know, my sister and I were actually having a conversation about this because I think she tried to do it a year or two, but she's like, you know, my kids are so young. I can still kind of get away with like, it looks like a lot, but I haven't spent a lot. And I right. would say as right. ours are getting older, that want gift is getting expensive and mm-hmm. like really, really pricey. And so, um, yeah, while it has been simplified in terms of number, the number of gifts, it still can get, you have to just watch it because you can get carried away with like, well, we're only getting them four things. So we might as well shoot the wad on those four. That's so lo- <laughs> um, so, but I buy them like the, the need read whatever is all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you, what are those, what do those look like for you? What is a wear that you buy your kids that okay. they truly appreciate? Okay. So I'm gonna have to kind of whisper this cause they're in like, well, they, oh, may, not, they may not appreciate <laughs> Wait, it. Okay. So like one year for their need, we got them sonic toothbrushes. Okay. That's Ooh. not a super fun gift, but like it was a splurge and they love them. And like some years That's for their nice, wear, yeah. we've, got, we've done like nice, um, lands in raincoats or, um, mm. this year they're all getting their own like LL Bean tote and toiletry Ooh. bag because you kind of wear a bag sure. right so we okay. strapped yep. it and then like one year for their read we got them all a um like a outdoor hammock like an eno bare butt brand hammock with a oh, so card read in it and read in it so we try to get creative oh, with cool. it um but then there have been years where like literally gotten a book for their read or they've gotten um one year when they're really little, I did give them all socks and underwear for their wear. And that was not great for them. There's like some funny pictures of like <laughs> five and six year old kids looking at the camera like, what? Along with the coal yeah, and the stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. so, but I don't know. It's a way for Ryan and I to huh. like stretch our creativity. And and they have actually told us in the last few years, like, we love that you do that. Like it simplifies it for us. I don't think of the yeah. one thing. And then. They yeah. love it. It's like this solidarity because it's usually like the same type of thing that they all get for at least one of those. Right. Categories. So 
I guess maybe I'm just, you know, in a way, like, I feel like I overcomplicate it, right? Like, I'm like, oh, right. that's too hard to think of or too hard to stick to. Right. Because um, we did do it. We did it one year. I was real nervous about it. And I had friends tell me all the time, like, we went from the extravagant too much, too many gifts to the the want read thing. And um, they raved and they said their kids liked it. They appreciated it more. They enjoyed it more. Um, and I've tried it and they seem to like it. But then it turned into well, we only get three things for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like I'd overhear them telling their friends, we only get three things. And I'm like, well, maybe I just really sucked at the three yeah. things. We've also tried to make a little know. bit more of like a ceremony of it the morning of and like really take mm-hmm. our time and like we, we, we kind of work up to the want. So we start with the read oh, and everybody hard. opens yeah. that and then one at a time. So it, it takes longer and it doesn't feel like, oh, well, we just finished opening presents after 60 seconds and oh, okay so that's yeah. part of it too like it's so that is one tradition that we have done is like everybody one by one open because I've been at other gatherings and other things where it's like everybody's just a free-for-all you go and you find the tag and you rip the presents and you move on to the next one and I'm like whoa 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 right you didn't even look at what you got like you yeah. didn't even appreciate it like this and so that was like uh, hard to stomach yeah. so we make sure now at least to like Okay, that was your sweet little, like we pass them yeah. all out, divvy them all up. Everybody mm-hmm. takes turns. Everybody opens in front of everybody. Um, and something else we do, which I guess is not really just exclusively sticking to the four, but my kids always do sibling gifts. And so we kind of do something a week ahead or two weeks ahead where we'll go two. out and like my son will buy his sisters a gift. And like, I don't know, that just, it gives them something else open. And we're trying to foster yeah. that spirit of like, you know, loving their siblings. Cause like we say in our family, like you don't get a lot of like extra friend time until you get along with your siblings who got oh you. Yeah. And so like, sure. that's one, like one element that we um, try to help foster with them. That's cute. So, so you know, what my daughter told me the other day, she was so sweet. She was like, mom, it's going to be really hard for us to get you something for Christmas. Oh, without dad. Oh, I was like, I can't believe you even thought of me. I'm, yeah, so right. I'm done. I know. I know. That's so what I told her. I was like, draw me a pretty picture. It's not like, it's totally mm-hmm. fine. Um, I've been buying myself gifts all yeah. month long. So Same. don't you worry. <laughs> one for me, one for you. One, one for, for me, you, one for two for me. <laughs> not so, all is at Christmas, but he's deployed. <laughs> I deserve these things. Yeah. That's so what funny. else is on our list of yeses and nos? Oh, we had um, spouse gift. Do you buy mm-hmm. your spouse a gift? We have and we haven't. So some years mm-hmm. we have and some years we haven't. We always say like, oh, I don't need anything. And oh, mm-hmm. let's plan a nice date night out at a nice restaurant. But we've actually just had this conversation recently. And I told Ryan, I was like, look, because he kind of wants to just wait and like accumulate other Christmas money from other people and then maybe get something nice. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. smart. So, um, but I told him, I said, I think it's important that our kids see that we are actually giving each other something, even if it's a card or oh, Claire, that's a great, small, I think we I already, like we already like can be a little child centric just in general in our society. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's this big birthday party for them on Christmas morning. Totally. And um, yeah. we just, uh, and he agreed, like we need, they need to see that, that this is, we're giving Aww. each other a gift too, even if it's handmade or, you know, cause here's the real truth of it. Ryan has gotten me some wonderful Christmas gifts over the years, but when they are things that I am not asking for or don't really want, I don't really wear them or use them. And so then I get mad at him and like, yeah, I'm already printing a return label Christmas morning to send house shoes back to Huckberry or something like that. What about do you guys do Christmas? Um, 
so we we go back and forth. I mean, obviously before kids, we definitely did. Um, we've done like don't get me anything, and right. then the other will inevitably get it's the worst. So it's always the worst, and we can't get on the same path. And it's a trap. No matter way you look at it, like if I tell him don't get me anything, and he doesn't like. Well, you told me not to, and then you're mad. You told me not yeah. to, so he does. Even then, I get mad because he did. So anyway, we we stopped that charade. Now we did try to put budget limits on right. each other because that I think is reasonable and yeah. um, easily like blown out of proportion. Right. <laughs> like buying a Peloton or or financing something would be a bad idea. It's like um, on the Office. Have you seen the episode where they do this Christmas exchange and it's a twenty dollar gift limit and Michael buys a four hundred dollar iPod <laughs> put in the. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, listen, I would take the expensive, like, especially if it's tech, like I would, I would love that. Um, Mm -hmm. But we we're starting to get closer to like buying our own gifts. Like it's taken us a while to get there. Um, The only problem is Andrew's real frugal with himself. Like, so he won't splurge on himself. I don't have a problem splurging um, at all. And I can tell him like, right now I want this thing that's like $400. It's this tech thing. And, um, it's it's and he laughs at me. He's like Kelly. It's a notebook. <laughs> it's like a high tech notebook, and it's four hundred fifty dollars. But I really want it. Um, but he doesn't have anything worth that much money that he wants. So I can't ask him to get me that, and he not get something in return. Right. And yeah. so anyway, yeah, it's a whole other thing. <gasps> it's yeah. a dilemma. So no, we don't really have like a hard and fast rule yet. We're still yeah. working that out. Okay. Hey friends, I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about another project that Claire and I have poured our hearts into. You see, we met a few years ago online. I know, it's crazy. We bonded over the fact that we were in similar phases in our lives, we were both married to military service members, and we both found the same tool to be instrumental in helping us work through understanding our experience in a more healthy way. So... Claire being a teacher and me being, well, a tinkerer, we put our heads together and created a course to help other military spouses recognize the unique stressors that we face, understand our own coping mechanisms and where they come from, start to identify your own personalities and egocentricities, and then embrace a more authentic path forward. So what is this tool you're wondering? Well, if you've listened so far, you've heard us talk about it already. It's called the Enneagram, and we want to introduce you to it and help walk you through it as you discover your own type. So our course is called the Becoming Your Own Guru e-course. It includes close to three hours of video instruction. The Becoming Your Own Guru workbook is a 17-page downloadable guide that is filled with diagrams, definitions, reflection prompts, and exercises to help you work towards embracing your identity. There's also downloadable audio files for all of the lectures, so you'll be able to put those MP3 files directly into your podcast player. If you're interested in learning more about this oh-so-popular tool, head over to the website. That's milspogurus.com and click on the e-course tab. Next for on the yes and no list. Um, now back to this. Okay. So we talked about putting up a Christmas tree. Do you do real trees or fake trees? We've done both, but I think we've only done a real tree like two or three times. We, um, when we first got married, we inherited my in-laws like mega monster tree that they no longer wanted. And it was beautiful, but it was kind of like hanging by a thread. So mm-hmm. then we bought a pre-lit tree, which hello, easy. Like we love right. it and um, we only had to replace it once. But when we got to our current house or duplex, our tree was too tall to fit in here. And we arrived <laughs> like two two weeks before Christmas. So I bought this little like tabletop galvanized tree. And then um, we've since bought like a little short flocked tree just for here. So I think by the time Ryan gets out of the army, we'll have like 
10, ten yeah. trees of all sizes and shapes. So you can just put them in different rooms. It's like curtains. You got yeah. it. Um, yeah, so we usually do, I like, I have vivid memories of when I was a kid, we'd go to these tree farms mm-hmm. out in the mountains. Um, and it was just a whole day thing. Like, you know, picking the tree was not a, like a thing. Like, you know, who cares? Whatever. Take any tree. It doesn't matter. But um, we get to run around. We'd run into like wild animals out there. There was always hot cider in the little barn. I mean, just super fun. Um, so I've got it in my head that I want real trees always. I like the way they smell. Um, they're just, I don't know, it's it's gross in your home. I just love it. Right. Even it's totally That's dying, also like a hassle. Does it not feel like a hassle to you? Um, I don't know. It's like standard. It's normal. Yeah. I, I, it's you know, I, I used to feel like a fake tree was sacrilege and I just couldn't do it. Right. Um, but I, I'm probably getting a fake tree this year. Like yeah. I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> Uh, much to my children's dismay, but we're going to go and probably get a pre-lit one exactly because you said, yeah, it's easy. And I don't have to like wrestle with it. I can put up a tree by myself. I've done it before. Um, I can't remember why, but I did. I was like, it was one year he was gone. I don't even think we had kids. I think I just decided like, nope, I'm having my Christmas. And I went, bought a tree at this little lot in town and they put it on my car for me. I was like, so thankful. And then I got home and I was like, crap. Hey, <laughs> you know, like I was talking to some ladies in my Bible study and did you know most installations, military installations give away trees? Do you I know the program I did or didn't? There, I want to say there's a rank restriction as there probably should be, right. um, but I could be wrong. It so is. I've never, I've never opted into that, but I'm so happy that it exists. I mean, that's a really great, um, right. that's a great thing to offer. I'm looking um, real quick to see if I can figure out the name okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. So I wrestled that tree down on my own. It was great. Um, got it in the house. Had to clean up afterwards too. Like you know, like after the holiday, had to take it down by myself, which was a real pain. But I was super proud of myself for doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but this year, I just we're not. It's only going to be up for like two weeks. Truthfully, yeah. I mean, we go easy we just on that don't thing. Have time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, the same is true with like ornaments. Like we, I packed up everything last Christmas because we were supposed to move this Christmas. So I condensed it all to one little Mm -hmm. bucket, like the essentials. Well, then we're not moving until summer. So I had to dig Mm -hmm. back through. But what I have done is um, every year I do a photo ornament of each kid and I just let them put the photo ornaments on the tree last year and this year. And it's making my life easy and it makes me happy. I see all their progression of how they're growing up and we've kept it simple. So I know you're talking about how you had like all these real you know, specific decorating things and like not wanting your kids to mess it up. And man, I'm like, Hey, y'all want to put all these on there? So I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause they put them even still, like they, they don't understand the concept. Of they just pop them all in one little place. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's gotta be. I, um, and then yeah. my son will break on. I just always something. And I ends up being like a yelling match. So it's much better for my sanity gotcha. for them to do something else. I, gotcha. I give them, yeah. they do have a little tree that they are in charge of. Like right. that's theirs. Yeah. Um, so I let them do that wherever they want, you know, yeah. like go. Well, that's a good, that's a good home. like partial solution. So you're getting totally. like, you're avoiding the meltdown, your home <laughs> and they're getting like hands on, you know, getting to do it and feel a part of the season. Yep. It's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else on our list? I feel like we have a couple um, more. See. We talked about, oh, let's talk, let's talk about travel. We kind of talked about travel. Do you guys, okay, growing up versus now, maybe it would be a good way Mm -hmm. to frame that. 
Yeah. Well, so now it's so unpredictable. It is. And growing up, you know, my both of my extended families lived within just a few miles of each other. So we really like saw everybody. It was not a big deal. We only woke up at our house for Christmas morning. Um, every year, my dad's extended family would go to Gatlinburg to the mountains. We They still do that like all these years later. But that was usually like a few weekends before Christmas. So that was the only traveling I did. Now, OMG, like it's a whole thing. And like every year, it's the stress of trying to give dates to extended family on when we think we might be in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One year, I pretty much had a panic attack because I had printed out a calendar and I wanted to be sure that we were staying equal days at my family and Ryan's family's. This was the year after he got back from a deployment and we decided to take like 30 days of leave at our parents' houses for Christmas. And I was highlighting days at my mom's in yellow and highlighting days at my mother-in-law in orange, mm-hmm. trying to make sure it was fair and... um because we were going back and forth a lot. And that was the year we were like, number one, that's too long to come in. Number two, yeah. we're not going to go back and forth. We'll go to his mom's right. and then mine or vice versa. Right. But right. yeah, like you're saying, trying to ship gifts and like our mm-hmm. ordeal this year is we now have two dogs. So we have to put a hitch on our vehicle to get our dogs and our presents and our family back to Tennessee. Oh my God. <laughs> so, and it's like a whole budget category, right? Like it is a whole yes. budget category. Mm, what about you? Even though you're staying with family, you're still yeah. stopping for food and you're getting gas and you're like, um, you just gave me like, I just want to go take a nap now after just hearing your or Xanax. <laughs> planning. Or Xanax. Um, I struggle with this one a lot. Um, cause it's hard to please everybody. Yep. And it's, and it's not so much that I'm feeling burdened to please everyone. Like I feel like my family doesn't put a lot of pressure on me because no, they know that I'm like a little press yeah, and it really would only take one little pinprick, and I'd be like, "I'm forget it." You know, it's Christmas is off. You know, yeah. <laughs> or I will like, I will like take the kids and like go to the mountains, and nobody will hear from it. You know, like mm-hmm. they they know that I'm like on a on a very tight rope. <laughs> it mm-hmm. would not take much for me to say, "Screw the whole thing, we're taking a cruise." Um, right. so I do think that they're super respectful of that, but there's still there's always pressure that you put on yourself. Um, when we were growing up, we used to we do Christmas at home. We lived about two hours away from the whole family. Like everyone, we moved when I was like two, um, just across state line, like not super far, but far enough for it to be like a travel. So we, and I actually recall those traditions fondly. Like I, that was fun. Like the day just never ended. You know what I mean? Like, so we would get up, we'd open our presents, you know, like eight o'clock ish in the morning, have so much fun, get some breakfast in us, you know, change clothes, get in the car. Two hours later, we're having lunch at grandma's. Mm-hmm. With her, you know, doing Christmas at her house. Maybe for dinner, we'd go visit the other grandma, do a whole big thing there, play with cousins. We'd always pack like our two or three favorite things that right. we got. Oh, yeah. Those with. And so, you know, my family, but then my family had like all the presents we had to bring down, you know, up the road and all the stuff and, you know, whatever. It was fun. We'd stay a few days and we'd come home. Yeah. I remember that well. And then talking to my mom, I remember her always kind of complaining about it. Like, we got to rush our Christmas and get up there right. and then, then, then. You know, we got a bat, and I remember thinking like, "Oh, chill out, mom." No, I'm like living the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe in a better way, but um, yeah, it's you know. So now it's, I don't know. We've done Christmas here, and like we've had both sides stay with us for Christmas because they do. The grandparents right. really enjoy right Christmas seeing morning. the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to deny them that, but I also like it gets real crowded, you know, and, and it's, it's like of, yeah. And it's a lot of extra and then the presents multiply and then you're losing, you know, a lot of the intent behind it. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's a lot. Um, so we've well, done this, that, and the other. Yeah. I think this year we'll probably go down Christmas 
day or maybe the day after. And just that way there's no burden for us to buy presents for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Like all the family, right? Because it's over. Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of want that to be a rule. Like the adults don't have to buy gifts for each other. Like y'all can buy for the kids. I'll buy for my nephews. It's fine. But um, let's try to keep it a little simpler and then just focus more on the family time. So I I agree. Well, I want to use this time to just interject. I was sitting here thinking about when you said your mom, you know, even as a kid, you kind of remember her complaining. I think, and I'm going to just go ahead and say this. Christmas magic isn't Santa Claus. Christmas magic mm. is, and, and realize the realization that, you know, there's a, a veil to be lifted is that your mom is doing everything, <laughs> everything. And it's like, who's the real hero yep. here at Christmas? It's mom. It is literally yep. mom. And I think back, yep. I mean, even to this day, like my parents are both super generous, but I sent my mom literally yesterday, sent her a meme that said my favorite part about opening gifts labeled from mom and dad is that my dad is just as surprised to see what's inside as I am. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's the truth. Yeah. So I want to just say to my mom, Teresa, if you're listening, thank you for everything you have done for the 42 years of my life to make Christmas magical. It is and not unnoticed and I super appreciated now that I'm a mom and I see what all it takes. <laughs> and ditto because my mom's name is Teresa yeah. too. So there we go. We yeah. can just package that right up. That's right. That's right. It's so true. And yeah, Andrew does the same thing. He did a couple of years ago. He was like, I don't think we got enough for Reese. I was like, we got plenty. We got this, 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 and this. Like, mm-hmm. we are okay. He's fine. And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And I was like, back up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. You can be involved and you can provide input. But more than anything, yeah. you're supposed to entertain them while I go shopping. Yeah. Like, that's your job. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. There's, I hate to oh. keep referencing TV shows. This just show, shows you how much I watch. But we've watched The Middle, the show The Middle with Patricia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a hilarious <laughs> episode that she's just like leading up to Christmas, like freaking out. I'm like, it's so much work. And I do this, 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 and this. And her husband, Mike, is like, hey, give me a list. Put it on a post-it note. Give me a list. What do you do to, quote, do Christmas? I'll do it this year. Because she's like working. She's in the church Christmas program. Well, he just literally takes the list and starts knocking things off one at a time. Goes to the mall, buys the gifts, wraps the gifts. You know, does it. And basically, in the course of like two days, he's done everything that takes Shut her up. three weeks to do. And she's even madder that, than she was before. I, yeah, I'm like mad Because he made it look so easy. And it, it kind of brings mm. home the point that like, all this stress that we feel and all this pressure we feel, mm-hmm. it's not our extended families. It's not society's it's marketing ourselves. pressure. It's us. We do it to yeah. ourselves. Oh, man. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, okay. Well, so since you're mentioning a TV show, let's talk about movies. Okay. Um, and then, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So tell me your favorite. Do you have movie traditions or like favorite Christmas movies? Well, if you listened to our bonus episode from um, – you know, November, I would tell you that I am a Hallmark person now. I used to not be another cheesy, but I do have the tradition of, you know, starting like early November watching those. But then as a family, yes, we do have a few that we tend to watch. Um, We're big fans of Home Alone. We love the old Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. We love Elf. We usually, my kids are old enough now to watch Christmas Vacation, which I'm super excited about. And then this one, this is kind of like a, I'm going to do a no to this, but I can't really, well, it doesn't matter because Ryan doesn't listen to this, but he loves to watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. And it doesn't usually get started until like nine o'clock and I have nothing left by then to watch it. And (laughs) I like the movie, Um, but I don't love it like everybody else does. I think it's kind of like dry. (laughs) If you're like me, you're wrapping presents on Christmas Eve. Well, sometimes, yeah. But like, so yeah, that's going to be my, yeah, we like movies, but 
that one's kind of overrated for me. What about you? Are y'all movie people? Um, you know, I, I said no when we were talking about the episode before, but I do have a couple that we do. Okay. Um, again, it's playing in the background. So this is, yeah. I think, where my grudge is because is I never have the opportunity to just sit and chill. Like, I feel like I'm always like doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our so this was more my husband's tradition that we've adopted, but um, The Christmas Carol is yeah. like always go to. He likes to read it, but um, also we really like the Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, version, yeah. Even though it's a little creepy, like there's mm-hmm. some moments where we it have is. to like fast forward for the kids, but um. They like it. And then uh, Polar Express. That is good. That is cute. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll watch all the Snoopy and whatever all else is on Netflix. They'll Mm -hmm. just devour all of it. But I think those are probably the two that we watch almost every year. Like it's part Um, of the tradition. Mm -hmm. Oh, and what's the, is it, oh, you'll shoot your eye out. What's that one? Oh my God. Yeah. My kids like that one. That one's one I always say, like, y'all watch that one without me. I don't get the hype on that one either, but that's just me. I don't care at all, but Andrew loves it. So we watch that too. (laughs) Yeah. Fine. Um, the only other thing I had written down, I think, is uh, crafts. So, mm-hmm. like, let's talk about a Pinterest Christmas. Okay. Do you know what I saw the other day that's new, that's, like, a thing? What? Are these elf trees. Oh, People Lord. are taking – I know. Look it up. People are taking tomato mm, – what are they called? I don't know what it's called. You know the cone, the wire frames that you put tomatoes right. on, like, yeah. that are, like, a cone? Yeah. So, they're weaving Christmas clippings, like, tree clippings on it, like a dress almost. But um, And then they're putting these pieces of fabric on it that look like hats and decorating them to look like little stumpy elves. There, it's cute. I thought you but, meant it was like your elf on a shelf now had to like do 25 days of decorating a tree. <laughs> and I was about to shoot my own eye out when I heard that because, oh no. <laughs> oh, we skipped the elf. Wait, that's more yeah. important. Let's talk about this stupid yeah. elf. Yep. Do you have one? We do. So my, my aunt gave it to us when Kate was a newborn baby. So that's 12 years ago. So I feel like we were kind of getting in on it before like Pinterest even, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we yep. had, I would say our trajectory of that was we had a few fun years of doing little shenanigans with that little thing. Then once my kids no longer believed in Santa Claus, they took turns, which that's the sweet Cute. spot. They took oh, turns yeah. doing all the little elf mischief. And now we set that thing in a plant and it's like, oh, I remember the good times. And I'm so glad because <laughs> I... There's too much pressure with that thing now to do all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, why am I going to clean up and make a mess that I'm going to have to clean up afterwards? That'd be a no for Right. Right. Let me add one more thing. No. So we, um, I fell for it when, you know, when they came out, because my kids, I fell for it. I had no idea. There's a lazy gnome now that I I wish I had gotten and bought into, but... Yeah. Um, but our elf, I love that you can kind of craft your, it's really strengthened my storytelling abilities, I will oh, say, because I have um, a persona for Ebenezer is our little. That's a great <laughs> name. Ebenezer, actually, now I'm just realizing I named him. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, he um, he doesn't do things because he doesn't want to get in trouble himself. Ooh, so like there are that. some elves that are real like shifty and shenanigan-y. Uh, Ebenezer is not. He just likes to move. He moves okay. places. And sometimes he really enjoys his spot. Yeah. Um, especially on nights that mommy and daddy stay up too late. Uh, he really mm-hmm. loves just sitting right where he was. And sometimes uh, you were too bad for him to go back and report on you. So yeah. <laughs> stayed put so yeah we and again I had to make up this year that he doesn't come out until the tree comes out because usually he comes out the day after Thanksgiving or December 1st I think we stretched it too and now they're waiting on the tree so I've got to get myself my sister was saying that they stupidly she's admitting now made it a tradition that their elf would bring her kids Christmas pajamas but she was talking about how this year with how Thanksgiving was so late she was like it just 
crept up on me and I haven't bought them Christmas pajamas yet and I can't get the elf out until we do the pajamas. And I'm like, yeah, that's just oh, crap. Or planning set up all these tumbling yeah. blocks. That's yeah. right. Actually, that's a cute idea. But no, I'm not going to yeah. do it. But no, but no, but no. <laughs> but no, but no. Yeah, so back to your question, though, about Pinterest Christmas. You know, when my kids were little, I would say I did do a lot more of that. And we did do, and it was more of like building traditions. And I think the older they've gotten, the more I'm kind of like, A, they're outgrowing it, but B, we can't always do the same things every year, mm-hmm. um, right. but kind of as a funny aside. So there's these little reindeer cookies we've made every year. It's like a little, um, you know, oblong cookie and you put little um, pretzel antlers on it and a little red nose. And so my kids have way outgrown that. And I was trying to get my daughters to agree to have a reindeer cookie making play date and invite some of the little mm-hmm. kids that they babysit. And I'm thinking that would be so fun. Like, oh my God, that's little, adorable. Little moms around here who are far from family. Like it would be a chance to have them over to our house. My girls were like, no, that's dumb. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind then. So, you are not working for that Christmas bonus, are you? Like no. teach them that. <laughs> I know. Well, not even oh, for that, really but just kind of like a thank you. And a lot of these little families yeah. around the neighborhood. And, and I was like, we can even break it up because they babysit a lot and we could do, you know, shifts or whatever, but they weren't really into that. So, but yeah, we've done reindeer huh. cookies. We did reindeer dust with the oatmeal and glitter. We've done reindeer mm-hmm. poop with the whoppers. Um, we've made funny. salt dough ornaments, handprint ornaments. We actually, I say I'm not a craft mom. They'd made ornaments we last week. Totally we did we did clear, clear, yeah. clear glass ornaments with like paint dripping down. Um, wow. But part of it is like my kids are just, they love creating. And so, I don't know, maybe that was a chicken or the egg thing. Have I made them that way or they were mm. that way and I tried to carry it? Indulging. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my mantra around this is uh, you don't have to be the coolest mom on the block or the craftiest mom on the block. You just have to be friends with her. So I have friends that have cookie parties Mm -hmm. and we just attend and it sounds exploitative now that I'm saying it, but um, I think that I contribute in different ways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's always, I feel like, yeah, no, I mean, we, we do, I I know what my limits are for the most part. Like I know that I'm not going to bake. And even the cookies, if I, we, we do cook, we make our own cookies the night before, mm-hmm. but they're Pillsbury and they're pull apart and I put them mm-hmm. in the oven. Like I'm not trying to put on my plate homemade sugar cookies yeah, for an imaginary person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we do, we do little things, but it's definitely not anything out of control. Cause usually there's enough events and things that we go to that they can get their fill of that. Right. Um, elsewise. Well, so, that to me falls into yeah. the category of working smarter, not harder. So again, no, totally. no shame because totally. I, I do like letting them do that kind of stuff, but then I also begrudge the mess. And then like now these ornaments <laughs> they just made, what am I going to do with like 15 of these plant, oh, no. uh, paint ornaments? I don't have anywhere you to buy, <laughs> you buy your 12th Christmas tree and, right. they go yeah. on. Yeah. Or they and then you can't throw it away because they may made yeah. it. Or I make them take it to those moms who they babysit for and say, Merry Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Teacher gifts. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> just for you. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. No. I, so yeah. Boundaries again. So overall, <laughs> we've kind of framed this as the yes and no, like different categories where we would say yes or no, but I want to just end it with this. Would you say that overall you are naughty or nice at Christmas? <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, mm, not nice. I think that's <laughs> so nice too. Um, yeah. I have to work yeah, hard I, to, be, to maintain like a, a nice, pleasant attitude. I let the 
stuff of Christmas wear me down. Right. Yeah. I think it's just not in my nature to like be the person doing all the things, right? Like I would, I mean, it's just lazy, but yeah, I'd much rather just show up, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not really a thing right now in this stage of life. So it's tough, but we'll get through it. Yeah, And it's still, it is enjoyable. And then to see them and as as happy as they are and as excited as they get. I mean, it's, it is worth it. It sounds cliche, but it's totally worth it. Um, It is. I feel like I, I struggle with the naughty part just because I do, I let all of the doing exhaust me. So when I'm tired, I have less bandwidth for kindness and patience, even with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I literally hate that I'm about to say this, but it's the truth. I feel like many, many years I am just surviving Christmas. I'm just maintaining yeah, and just surviving to get through it. And I hate yeah. that, but like, you know, my favorite time of year? January, when the tree is down, the budget returns to normal, like all the excess food and stuff and gifts and spending, it all goes back to normal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree with that too. And I think it's, it goes to like, we have to be like orchestrators and we can't participate fully. And then there's There's resentment. Yeah. And a little, yeah. I mean, you got to be, if you're super organized, I mean, I know there's moms out there that participate and enjoy themselves and kick back and have time to watch movies on Christmas Eve, <laughs> but I'm such a procrastinator that it just, it, it feels like always a rush. So yeah, balance, balance is there somewhere and we'll either find it or we will be grandmas someday and then that'll be our balance. That's right. <laughs> that, and maybe that's the sweet spot, right? Although I, I, I don't know, I've talked to my mom and, um, between my siblings and I, my parents have eight grandkids. And like, I was trying to tell her like, mom, please stop doing Christmas for the adults. Like just do the kids. Like, because then she's like trying to get her house ready and her house is like a Southern living magazine. Like it's so pretty. And, but yeah, so I know that like there is some pressure that's off, but I think maybe as a grandma, it's replaced with, (laughs) with something else. So it's different. It evolves. Oh, so maybe some of our, some of our grandmothers (laughs) can give a shout out to, to why that is. But, um, So normally we give our advice and since this is Christmas, we are going to skip giving you any advice and instead just give you a happy holiday wish. Merry Christmas. We are so grateful for this community. Um, Kelly and I just scratch our heads every week we sit down to record. We're like, what? We're now on episode 20? We've done this 20 times? Like, I know we're both excited headed into the new year, 2020, with more content, more episodes, more conversations. Um, so from our Milspo gurus, advice not given family to yours, we would love to say Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us this week on Advice Not Given. For resources and links to all the things mentioned in today's episode, head over to our website at milspogurus.com. That's M-I-L-S-P-O-G-U-R-U-S. If you enjoyed this episode, please help others find us by adding your thoughts to an iTunes review and subscribing so you never miss a show. If you're interested in being a next level supporter of our endeavors, check out our Patreon page. You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode to help us out with expenses. Think of it as eavesdropping on our coffee date, but then sending over a latte. It's a thing. Also, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at Gurus, where we keep the conversation going and where you can share your advice not given.